welcome back to new to medical device sales i am your host jacob mclaughlin coming to you guys bright and early my body thought it would be a funny joke to wake me up at 4 55 this morning so here we are uh i was gonna get up around 5 30 and get this knocked out but got our coffee ready um got everything to go also if you guys are watching on youtube you can tell a couple more posters that haven't fallen off yet uh, i think i found uh the secret um some different tape but i hope you guys are doing great this morning uh just just really excited to be coming to you guys today because if you guys have been listening you know i launched my course on wednesday um and it's just been a lot of fun it was you know it's been a it's been in the works for a while uh to get it all professionally done and to get it all put together and to like see it live it's it's been really cool to see uh especially like just last week we got uh, someone with no sales experience, a full line sales rep role at Johnson and Johnson, an associate at Johnson and Johnson, an associate at Stryker, associate at Smith and Nephew, associate at Olympus, associate at Medtronic. So like just to be seeing it all like pay off and like seeing people get hired, uh, it's it's really fun. So again, if you guys would like, you guys can check out. Um, the link is going to be in the description. Again, the thing I tell everybody is it is a commitment. Um, this isn't one of those like little cheap things to just go because we get you hired. Like it's not like all the other ones that um, have you spend a lot of money, tell you you're going to get hired and then they don't help you. And then I get phone calls from those people crying. Um, no, I we get people hired over 300 people have screenshots for every single one. And if it is something you guys ever want to talk about, please call me. Feel free to reach out. Happy to get on phones. Literally was on 17 phone calls in the last uh, 24 hours. So I get up. I get on calls. Uh, I always help out when I can. So happy to help out you guys whenever you need it. Uh, but now, you know, now that we talked about the course. Oh, also, if you like, as you see it, I got my broken shirt, um, a shirt I made when I first started this podcast to have people take pictures. I uh, got pictures and people with it when they broke into the industry. So that's always fun. I uh, hopefully you should try to get that on the website so people can have it go cool places, take pictures. I think that'd be a lot of fun. But going into today's episode, today's episode is all the different positions in medical device sales, because this is a common question I get asked. What's, what are the uh, positions? What are kind of like the salaries, the pros and the cons? What are the like job duties? Uh, so I just wanted to kind of do a deep dive for you guys today. Uh, just kind of going in, again, talking about salary, talking about uh, the financial opportunity, but also like kind of what the path looks like. So everybody kind of has a clear route. So the ones that you really need to know, there's there's pretty much four major ones that you guys should know. And it's number one is the regional manager or the uh, district manager, right? So when you guys are looking on LinkedIn, that's what it's going to come up as, as regional manager or district manager. The reason that this is important is this is the person who does the hiring. This is the person who is the manager. And then they usually have reps anywhere from five to you know, 10, 12 reps underneath them. But they're the ones who are responsible for hiring. And so when you guys are reaching out on LinkedIn, again, that's what you guys should be looking for is regional or district manager. When you see that, then that's the hiring manager is what they say. So I know that was always something that I didn't understand um, when I was trying to break in. I'm like, who hires, right? So it's the hiring manager equals the regional manager or the district manager. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, territory manager, aka the full line sales rep. Uh, sometimes that can get confusing just by the name. But a territory manager, full line sales rep, they they make different names for them. Uh, but that, again, it's exactly what it is, full line sales rep. Then you have the associate sales rep, and then you have the clinical specialist. So kind of wanted to break down all those 
uh, go into it and then go from there. So I think we'll start from the bottom and then go up. So and when I say bottom, it's just like in the most entry level going up. So number one would be just associate sales rep. So this is the talk I've had with you guys. This will be the one that you guys are going after 99% of the time. Like I said, I did just get someone hired as a full line sales rep. Uh, several people like Alexis that you guys saw on here, the nurse, like myself, we have gotten full line sales rep <clears throat> roles, excuse me. And it is, it's, it's great, but it is very, very tough and very competitive. Uh, like I say, I tell you guys all the time, like mine was, I was just very blessed. I was lucky that, you know, I was going to be the associate for this position. And then both people quit within three days of each other. And then they had two positions open, you know, so here I am, uh, the rest is history. But again, most of the time you guys are going to be going in as the associate sales rep and, and we'll go into that. So what is the associate sales rep? The associate sales rep is the person who's coming in as an entry level rep that you're coming in to learn. Basically, you're going to be doing all the running around, running trays, covering cases. I tell everybody, you're the grunt, you're the grunt work. Like that, that's not, it's not a bad thing, right? Like when I say that people sometimes like look at it with a negative mindset, but it's not like you don't know what you don't know is the best way to explain it. And so you guys just have to learn it. And the best way to learn it is by doing it. So with the associate sales rep role, like this is where, like I tell people, a lot of times you're doing things that help out the full line sales rep role or just what they don't want to do. Right. And, and this is always a uh, conversation I have all the time with people trying to get into that role. They'll be like, well, that's not fair. And I'm like, well, you wanted to break into med device and you want to make all the money, but you think you just come in and it just happens. Like you have to earn your stripes is what they always say. And so that that's the thing is like, yeah, it's not always fair. Welcome to life. Like you're the associate, like you came in and you're going to learn it because guess what? In a couple of years, you'll be a full line sales rep and then you're going to do the same. Like then you'll make money and then you'll do your stuff. Um, so again, like from my experience, again, I tell people all the time, associate sales reps, when I was getting hired, uh, what I'm seeing in the market, when I talk to the people I'm getting hired, usually it's between 50 and $70,000 is what they're going to get. Um, between 50 and 70 K some give car stipends, some don't, um, some will give you a car. Uh, it just matters. That's when it's always going to depend on what company you guys go with. And then just understanding that with that, there could be bonuses. So just because I say it's 50 to 70 grand, like I know in my, my company, there's a division that they start their associates off at a hundred. Right. So, and I, and I do know a couple startups, uh, some startups that they have their, uh, people starting at 120, 130. I just talked to a guy, 130 K was what he's making as an associate. Um, which again, it's crazy, like as an associate that they're making that. So, cause then the full line sales reps making more. Um, but just something to be aware of is because 99%, that's the most entry level position. So that's where you guys, 99% of your time are going to try to be getting hired. If you don't have, you know, that sales experience, you've never been in medical device sales, but you haven't, if you're not in it, you know what I mean? Um, and so that's where I would focus my time if I were you guys, because that's going to give you the best shot. But it's also the reason here's some pros and cons. So I was just talking to an associate yesterday. Um, this is the pro of it, right? You don't know anything. And it's again, not in a bad way. You just don't know what you don't know. And like I tell people, it's like learning a new language, all the, all the terms that come in into medical device sales, all the responsibilities that come into it. Plus you get a quota. Like we just had quota roll out yesterday. And when they're like, oh, we're going to add another three, 400 grand to your quota. And you know, like that's just the stuff that comes with it. And like for, for us as the reps, right. If you don't get, if you're not hitting that extra three or 400 K lift, like you're not get, getting paid at a hundred percent to your plan. So you're not making the money that you're like would, right. Compared to an associate 
majority of the time, it's just going to be a base or it's going to be a salary. They're just going to give it to you. And then, so let's say it's the 70. I hear this all the time. So it'd be like 70 grand. And then if your, per, uh, your rep or your territory performs, then you could get a bonus. And so it could be another five to $20,000 that you could possibly make depending on what it is. So again, the associate sales rep role is you're the grunt. You're going to be the person that is uh, doing all the work that most people don't want to do. Uh, but again, you got to earn your stripes. You got to make sure that you come in. You got to do this. But the reason here is why it's good because you're going to do it. And then two years later, and, and that I should say that usually it takes about two years from my experience to break in from an associate to a full line sales rep. Could it be faster? 100%. I know people that got hired 11 months in, but a lot of times the full line sales rep there to be a full line sales rep, like a lot of my organization talks about like, hey, two years. So just something to expect when you guys are going in that it could be two years before you actually break in um, to the full line sales rep role, but it can always be earlier. Uh, so I wanted to state that with when you guys are doing that. So again, but your job is to come in, be an associate, learn everything. So when you do go to be a full line sales rep role, you know how to do running the trades, setting up meetings, doing business reviews, like all that stuff already. So then when you do have a quota over your head where you're getting paid, you know how to already do it. So that is the perk of being an associate. You're going to learn it. Uh, there's really no pressure. Uh, besides, yes, you have to run trades. Yes, you have to be at cases. You got to make sure they all go good. But like, you're not doing that plus on top of like, hey, are you performing? Because if you're not, you're not getting paid, right? So that's something nice. Uh, the number two, going into like the clinical specialist. Again, clinical specialist doesn't mean it's like not an entry level. Um, but I just wanted to kind of touch on it. Associates, just the well, most well-known and probably the easiest to get in. Clinical specialist, this is the talk I have with like a lot of nurses. Not a bad thing to look at because the clinical specialist, you're just being the expert on the product in a, a position. So usually like from my experience, they usually will stay in one hospital because it's like a very busy hospital and they're doing a lot of volume. Or maybe it's, they're in several volume, uh, several hospitals around an area, like in a city uh, that they can go to. And then like their job is to, what exactly what it sounds, clinical specialist. They're going to be the clinically sound person. Um, and then a lot of times these come into implants. So like, for example, if there's like a pacemaker or if there's, um, I know they're, they're doing it with like neuromodulation, stuff like that. They need to implant it into a, a patient, but then they need to have open communication with the patient. So it's not just doing the surgery and helping the surgeon get it put in. But once it's in the patient, educating the patient, teaching the patient, if the patient's having any problems with the implant, that's where like the clinical specialist comes into play. So again, this is a great where I tell people if you have a clinical background, like a nursing or what something like that, it's a great opportunity for you to break in and get your foot in the door because the nice thing about a clinical specialist is normally you don't have a quota. You're not responsible. So it's kind of like a it is kind of like a job for the fact of like you just come in, you do you do your hours that you're scheduled to do or or what you got on the schedule for the day, and then you're just getting paid a salary. You're not really worrying about, you know, what's the bonus, what's the structure. It's kind of like the associate, hey, you're gonna get paid this much, but if you guys hit bonus, then you can make more. So when it goes into salary, like this is where it always gets tricky, no different than everything in life. Um, where I, when I'm talking to clinical specialists, because this is what I can always say, you know, like I made a TikTok and everyone got like, real, like there's a couple that are like, I don't make this. And I'm like, okay, I'm just telling you what I know. Um, so for example, cause I put in and there's some clinical specialists they're making like between 70 and a hundred K, um, which again, great, great opportunity. But like the, the comment I made was I know several clinical specialists, me personally, and they all make 120 to 150. Like the girl I just talked to, 
She makes 150. Uh, they have a $750 car stipend. Uh, like she has a great work-life balance. Like, but she doesn't have to worry about selling or anything. So you know what I mean. So like that is a possibility as a clinical specialist. She's she is with a startup. But when people ask me what's the average, you know, I just go off of based what like with people I'm talking to. So again, apparently on TikTok, there's several clinical specialists making between 70 and 90k. Um, but all the clinical specialists I personally know are at that 120 to 150. Uh, so that's something to think about. And again, not having a quota, you're just literally doing the clinical part. You're working with patients. I mean, there's a lot of people who do like that. And and again, it's because some people want to do somewhat of the sales, but they don't want to be like, for example, responsible for quota when you have a 300K lift and then now it's all on you. And if you're not hitting that, you're not, if you're running at 80% of the plan, well, you're not making your app plan. Now you're making under. So that that can be a stressor as well. And some people just don't want to deal with that. So that can happen um, with people. So that's really the clinical specialist. Uh, then going into number three, the territory manager, the full line sales rep role. So that's the role that everyone's trying to get into. They want to be a full line sales rep um, because that's possibly financially where the money is as like what you know as a rep. Um, and you also have the responsibility. So if you are a team, you're like, for example, I, I personally don't, I don't have an associate. I don't have a, a clinical specialist. I don't even have a teammate anymore <laughs> out here, but it's just me flying solo. But if you do, like if I was a territory manager and I was in certain divisions, I would be responsible for my quota, but I would also be responsible for that clinical specialist and that associate. Like they're my, it's like they're an employee of the company, but they're also like your employee of your territory. So you got to make sure it goes because when you're the full line sales rep or you're the territory manager, it's your business. And they say that all the time. So you might work for a certain company, but it's your business inside that company. So like for me, like everyone knows, like in my business, like I'm Jacob, I'm the rep, that's my stuff. Right. And so uh, that that's just something to be known is like, so they have the quota, they're doing all that, but then they're also responsible for everybody underneath them, making sure that they're doing what they're supposed to, that they're doing things that can help their territory. That's going to grow revenue. That's going to help them get paid. Right. And that's some of it. So a little more responsibility. And again, when you are the territory manager, you're, you're responsible for all, for all of it. So like, for example, if I don't have an associate, which I don't, now I take all the responsibilities that an associate would be doing for me, running trays, covering cases. Uh, setting up business meetings that like if I was had some free time, like those, those big things, I do all that. Plus, you know, you're having business reviews, plus you're uh, converting doctors, plus you're selling cap, like for me, like selling capital and having those big meetings, um, getting quotes out to people, you know, doing customer service, like, oh, troubleshooting. Like I'm on FaceTimes all the time getting on like, Hey, we don't know what we're doing. Literally just had two calls yesterday. Hey, we're in cases like, bam. And then like, also like dealing with, these cases half the time go and nobody lets me know. And then they're pissed off at me because I'm not at the case, but I'm like, Hey, I didn't know about the case. Your scheduler at the hospital and your scheduler at the office didn't let me know. So help me help you. Like you guys got to let me know. Um, but then again, the nurses don't care about that. They're still pissed that you're just not there to help them and they're in all stress. Right. So it's like you deal with all of it. When you're the territory manager, it's all on you. That's where I talk about uh, Jocko where he's like extreme ownership. That's what it is. Uh, that's what being a territory manager is. Whether it's good or it's bad, it's all on you. And uh, let's just be straight up. There's a there can be a lot of bad sometimes. <laughs> like even like even with me, like in my territory, right? I took over the lowest performing territory. Like I, I was reflecting in the hospital yesterday when I was sitting in there, because I think about for the last two years I've gone in and like I've over delivered. I've done um, in services for every single one of my accounts. 
I show up to every one of my accounts. I'm there on a monthly basis. If they're very far away, maybe a bi-monthly basis. But it's like I show up. I over-communicate. I have emails with all my accounts. Hey, you guys need to let me know when there's cases, all this. But yet, time and time again, it's nobody let me know about the case. I'm getting a call from a pissed-off doctor. Like That's just stuff that you deal with on a day-to-day basis. Um, and it's like, even when you're doing your job, you've over-communicated. Like there was one, uh, one of my accounts that I just tell everybody, cause I'm always, always open. Like one of my accounts I have written in an email. We've had some problems of them. Like the, the doctors get mad cause I'm not at the cases, but they're in another state, but nobody lets me know about the cases. I ha- I went out there. I did in services cause they needed help with in service, making sure they know the product. So I do that. I record it. I send them the video. I have it uploaded so they can use it at any time. Um, I have an email that says, Hey, for the next three months, you guys have to call me about every single case since we've had problems. You got to FaceTime me before you get into the room so I can help you guys. And yesterday or Friday, I had a call. We had a bad case. Nobody, uh, uh, nobody let me know about it. I'm like, well, guys, like, here's the email chain. What more do you want me to do? You guys all agreed to this, you know? So like, that's the stuff just as a rep that you're balancing a lot of the times. Uh, plus getting new doctors, plus dealing with supply and chain issues. Like we have back orders. So it's not like I'm just going and selling. I'm the one dealing with all my accounts. I just got an account calling me yesterday. Hey, we've been making orders for the last three, uh, three weeks. We haven't got one of them. We have uh, surgeries tomorrow. We are all out of stuff. Like what the heck? Like, and then I'm calling customer service, seeing where the POs are. I'm seeing what hasn't shipped, why it hasn't shipped, you know, like, and then you have to get your manager involved. Like there's, there's just all that stuff. So like, that's the long story of like what a full line sales rep could be for you guys. But again, that's just my experience. Right. And that's what I always share with everybody. First off, I never say I'm an expert. I, I don't believe that. I just, again, I'm just sharing my experience with you guys. Um, and so like, that's my experience as a full line sales rep, a territory manager. Now, what everybody always wants to know, what's the, what's the money you can make. Right. And so this is the talk I have with everybody. One, this is one reason I, I do enjoy this industry is because it can financially make you free. Uh, it can make you to where if you're not a dummy with your money, and I always joke around with people on the uh, phone calls, like, again, I was a personal trainer. When I moved out here, I had 1200 bucks to my name. Um, so life, life's good now. You know, like it, like you make more than five grand a month, 10 grand a month. Like, okay, cool. Like, I don't worry really as much. So like, again, that's never a brag. That's just a fine. I'm financially to the point where like, this is an industry that can uh, get you financial freedom to where, you're not worried about what groceries cost. You're not worried about what, when you go to the, um, go out to eat, what the bill is, right? Like, and that's a very, like, I, I tell people all the time, I think that's the most important thing in life is like, money's great, but money's just a tool. But like, once you get to the point where you're not really worried about like what the bill is, and if you go out to eat several times, you know, or go out on dates or whatever it is, you're not really too concerned. Like, that's the point at life where you, I say pretty much you, you made it, right? Because you're not, you're not living paycheck to paycheck anymore. Um, you're not where it's at. And so with like medical device sales, as you guys have seen, I've posted it a million times, right? The average medical device sales rep, uh, this was taken from medreps.com, which again, this is where they go in. They ask reps, what's your salary? What's your years of experience? Are you male or female? What race are you like? They go and do it all. And from their studies and from their information they got back, uh, the average rep makes about $177,000 a year. So like it's a plus or minus, right? The reason I say that is it's an average and everybody always gets all like weird about it. I'm like, that means there's people that are making way under that. Like I know reps that like suck and they make uh, 90K or 80K. That's not 177, right? And when I say suck, I don't mean that in like trying to be a dick. I'm just like, they just don't perform. 
You know what I mean? Or they're with like a company that doesn't give them the opportunity to make money. Um, so it's like there's those, or there's reps that I know that are making four or five hundred k a million dollars. Like that is, I got a question: Can you make a million dollars? Yeah, you can. Um, it's very, it's very hard now. Um, and I, and I'm just being straight up. I don't think you're going to do it with a W two employer. Like you're probably not working at a big company and making that because they're not going to let. They're going to make that money, not you. Um, those are people like that I know that are like distributors uh, that are making that kind of money because they've built their own business and they've been in it for a long time, have great relationships and all that good stuff. So, yeah, that's a long story short of like, <clears throat> hey, the average rep makes one hundred seventy-seven thousand dollars a year. Um, but again, that's twenty years experience, zero years experience. It's the it's the average, right? So there's always going to be pluses and minuses. Now, let me just tell you guys, as someone like when you go on the med reps, it tells you like, hey, most average first years make you know under 100k second to third year or fourth year like you know making between 90 and 110 120 and then you get up right and then after like 10 plus years you're looking at like oh this person could be making 200k is the average after eight years in the in the industry right because you have experience all that good stuff um and so all i have to say is like the average like you can make that like in this industry it's very doable you know like with you guys i'm always open with you guys um I finished number eight in the nation. Well, that means I was over my quota. I finished my quota at 134% to plan. Well, for my company, they do 30% overage. So if you do the math, right, if if I'm over 100%, so there's 34%, well, every dollar I'm over, I get, I got 30% of it. So, you know, if I'm over 100K or if I'm over whatever it was, you know, like, let's just keep it simple for you guys. It's 100K. I just got a $33,000 payout check or a 30,000. Sorry, can't do math. A thirty thousand dollar payout check, right? Like so that that can be. So if your base is whatever, you add another thirty, fifty, a hundred, whatever it is on top of that. Yes, you can make that. So uh, the only reason I'm going into that detail is saying yes, it is possible. Yes, I've made more than the average, so it is possible. I'm only I'm not even two years into this industry. I've done what the average rep makes, and again, that's for the whole industry. So again, that's never a brag. That's never to be like, hey, look how much money. Because again, I'll go back to landscaping, making twelve bucks if I have to, right? Like. It's, it's not about that. And again, like I've told you guys, once you make the money, it's great, but it's just a tool. It's just a tool to invest. It's a tool to help others. Um, and that's what I truly believe. And that's why, like, that's what drives me. It, it's, it's the money now for me, just so you guys know, is like, it's kind of like monopoly. It's just real life monopoly. It's just a game because once you get to a point, like money just solves money problems. Um, and so like if money was the problem and you solve it, okay, that's great. But then what's, what's, what else is going on in your life? Right. And that's what a lot of people that I've personally worked with, um, they'll go after the money, but they won't work on themselves or they won't focus on like what else is going on in their life. So again, that's a long rant that has nothing to do with this. I will change the subject now, but just something to know, you know, you guys like this is an industry that can change your life. It can change your family's life. It can allow you freedom. It can allow you to be open. Uh, like one, one thing I just want to share is, you know, one of the girls that got hired a pole line sales rep and they just messaged me and they're like i worked less this month and this is the biggest paycheck i've ever got from my career i did before this like that's cool like that's that's like when we talk about life changing that's cool because that's the most money now they have more freedom they can go do the things they like they can go be who they want to be they can go enjoy experiences because now they financially have the money to go do it like that's the cool part and then also go help others so that's why I love this industry and why it's an opportunity because you're also helping others during this, right? It's not, it's not all about the money, but like, I always am just straight up. I'm a very business minded guy. You have to have money. You have to make money. Otherwise, why you don't do, you literally don't do anything because you don't make money, right? Like all these people are like, Oh, I want to do what I love. But at the end of the day, like you also have to pay your bills. So 
yes, you can do what you love, but you also have, there's a monetarily part that has to come into it. So going on that full line sales rep and then ending it with the regional manager, the district manager, this is pretty easy um, with them. Here's the thing. Managers, can they make a lot of money? Do I know managers that make 300K plus? Yes, I do. Do I know managers that make under 150 plus or 150K? Yes, I do, right? So like, that's just a comment to know, um, especially like I learned with a lot of these big companies, they, unless you're crushing it, you're not making that much money. And just to be known, like on average, like in the bigger companies and all that, the top performing reps will make more than like the average managers, right? So, cause you're getting like, if we, if I perform and I get a 30% and I'm over 500K, right? I just got a giant payout check compared to the managers, they might have to hit a million dollars or $1.5 million. And then they start getting a bonus and the bonus is pretty small because it's a big number, right? So just something to be aware of. Um, but again, like from what I've experienced, like the average manager, like I'm pretty sure on uh, med reps that it was around, you know, like 250 is where you'll see like the average manager. But again, managers are usually people who have been in the industry for 10 plus years. They have experience, they've had success, then they go into management. Um, so again, but like I said, there are managers that I know that make under 150. I know there's managers that make way over that. Um, and just know that if you're not like a high performing manager, if you're not making all of it, uh, sometimes your reps can make more than you. Uh, and that's something there's, that's why you'll like talk to reps that are 40, 50 years old and they just never became managers. Cause a, they just didn't want to manage people. They didn't want to go to management, but also they're like, I can make more money being the rep than I can be the manager. And I could probably deal with less because when you're the manager, like, let's just say, like for my team, right? There's six people or seven people or whatever it is now um, for, as full line sales rep. Like my manager is responsible for all of us. So like how I'm responsible for like my territory, she's responsible for all of us because if I have questions, I go to her. If some, if my teammate has questions, they go to her. If there's an account that's unhappy with us, uh, they go to her, right? Like they can go to us, but then if they're unhappy with like the reps performance or whatever it is, then they go to her. Right. So she's dealing with all of it um, compared to like, that's why I've talked to some reps that they just stay. They're like, it's just my stuff. Right. And I just stay in it. So I hope this was helpful. You guys, again, I, I my, my biggest thing is I just trying to provide value. That's what I want to do. I, my goal is to just to help as many people. Again, the one thing I do always want to just state is when I do talk about money, I know sometimes to certain people, uh, because I've gotten the messages, it can be triggering. Like when I talk about money, this is never to be like in an arrogant way. It's never to be like mean to people or like make people feel bad. I'm just trying to give my experience and also tell you what is possible in this uh, industry. And I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's, you know, like being in an industry where you can be in the top 10%. You can be in the top 5% of America. You can, you can be up there, right? And like you can make a difference in your life and your family's life and you can have success. And if you're someone who's competitive and you like to get after it and like, I have it all taped up right now. You can't see it, but like I literally have, hey, here's stack rankings. Here you were when you were number 66. Here you are number eight. Like, oh, here's when you were number five. Like just all of it, like it's competitive. So again, I just always want to share that with you guys, but I truly appreciate your guys' support. Again, um, got the broken t-shirt. Again, if you guys haven't, the link is in the description, but got that new course out. Again, it is, I've been able to help, like I said, over 300 people break into this industry. Uh, it's the most rewarding, the, the messages every single day of like, hey, I broke in just yesterday, I got two. Um, so that's super cool. Again, just getting people who break in this industry. That's the one thing I make sure to let you guys know, as you guys can tell from the content I've made is like, I get people hired. I got myself hired. I got offers, still get offers. Um, and so that's the thing I just push for you. If you guys are serious, if this is something that you really want, this is a course that it's going to help you because it's not only the course, we're going to be getting on bi-weekly calls and like 
for me, I'm actually only uh, having a select few of people come in. And so I'm going to be coaching those people. Like if you're paying me money, I'm going to get you hired. Like that's how I work. So that's the, just something I want to say. But again, if you guys ever have questions, if you have concerns with it, please reach out to me on LinkedIn, Instagram, anything new to medical device sales, Jacob McLaughlin on LinkedIn. I'm happy to get on a call with you guys. I'm happy to go over any concerns that you have. Happy to, you know, also tell you what goes into it. So let me just know if there's anything. Otherwise, you guys, if you can press that like and subscribe button. If you guys are watching on YouTube, a five-star review helps us grow this channel. If you guys are listening on the podcast, especially Apple. And then if you guys would like, you guys can reach out to me on Instagram, new to medical device sales. I literally get messages every single day. So I love that. I appreciate you guys reaching out. And I get back to everyone. Again, like I say, it may take me a couple of days, but I do get back to everybody. And if I haven't gotten back to you, reach back out because there's a good chance I was on the phone. I was looking at getting you and then I got a call or something happened, right? So I always try to get back to you guys. Um, and then if you want TikTok, I put daily videos. I try to do three a day um, normally where it's just going on. We just went over 11,000. So thank you guys for the support. Again, just trying to educate as much as I can. And so yeah, you guys can check us out. YouTube, new to, uh, Jacob McLaughlin. Otherwise, if you guys just search new to medical device sales, you will find me. But I hope you guys have a fantastic week. You guys get after it. You go after everything you want. And if you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out. I'm always here for you. I'll see you on the next one. Peace.